2: You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We
3: got the Super Bowl this weekend. This story just came out. The 1972 Dolphins were the only undefeated team in NFL history. That is correct, sir. The Patriots came a play away from pulling that off a couple years ago. But anyway, three more 1972 Dolphins... Suffering from, suffered from, because they're doing the autopsy on the brain, uh, suffered from severe brain disease linked to the head trauma. So you got three more added to many others. It's just, you know, the evidence is overwhelming now that uh, you bap your head over and over again repeatedly. It, it ruins your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, uh, Mm. we were having a discussion about the Super Bowl a few minutes ago, the masking thing. It's all a political decision now it's it's not the disease they're not talking they're not actually trying to keep people safe it's a do i do we who's powerful here do we have the power to make you do things or not um is what's being decided and i'm thinking they're gonna let it go i think they're gonna let it slide um the masking at the super bowl even though they're claiming that they're gonna enforce it and they're gonna have people there to try to enforce it I think too many people are going to ignore it, and then they're going to give in, because even though it'll be hypocrisy and it'll be fun on talk radio and some cable news shows, it it won't get that much attention outside of those realms. I would agree. Yeah. Whereas if they boot out a whole bunch of people, or you see fights in the stands, that's national attention everybody hears about. Right. So you let it go. Only some people who are news junkies hear about it on their favorite show. They enforce it. Everybody hears about it. Every man, woman, and child in America knows about it. <laughs> right. So that's my calculation.
4: It's like I said before. It's like a teacher with an unruly class. Totally lost control of class. Kids are throwing paper airplanes. They're walking out in the hallway. They're yelling. They're not paying attention. Finally, the teacher says, I declare uh, class dismissed. Uh, You children can throw paper airplanes now and go out into the hallway in a desperate attempt to hold on to the appearance of authority, having lost the locker room, at least in the non- bluest of blue parts of america which is such an interesting phenomena i mean i hope there are are, are scholarly books written about that uh before we get to cow i wanted to pay this off because i found it i knew i kept it around um a quote from aldous huxley who i need to read more of brave new world one of my favorite books long story short and it's actually not that long a story
3: There's a whale out in the sea. The guy's been trying to catch it for years. Uh, Point of order. Different book. It's got a peg like what? Different book. Um,
4: They keep us in line, not through beatings and torture and imprisonments and all, but amusing us and drugging us and just not letting any dissenting opinions be heard. But uh, Huxley wrote the following. and Oh, the, the context is, we were talking last hour about these so-called journalists who no longer question the powerful and hold them to account. What they do is hold normal people to account and persecute them to protect the powerful, including the universities, the mainstream media, the government, whatever. They go on Twitter, they listen to podcasts, and they find something that they can say, oh, that was a sin, that was a sin, they said the wrong thing, fire them, fire them. And they call for the mob to, to stone the person. It's bizarre behavior. And again, as Matt Taibbi has written, it's not to question and challenge the powerful. It's to crush the powerless in the name of the powerful. That's what our journalists do these days. Anyway, now that you're up to speed, here's what Huxley said. The surest way to work up a crusade in favor of some good cause is to promise people they will have a chance to mistreat someone. To be able to destroy with good conscience, to be able to behave badly and call your bad behavior righteous indignation. This is the height of psychological luxury, the most delicious of moral treats.
3: And Jordan Peterson talks a lot about how we all need to recognize we all have that impulse. That's human nature. So Mm -hmm. you, you need to recognize... Don't pretend you're not capable of that yourself because that will lead you down a bad road. Realize you're capable of it, I'm capable of it, and watch out for it. When you just you get that they there there's I've I've somehow been convinced they're wrong, so I'm going to pile on destroying them, and
4: it feels great.
3: And it, and it, we get some sort of really satisfying emotional benefit out of that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we can talk more about that at some point if you're feeling philosophical. But first, please, let's take a fond look back at the week that was its cow clips of the week.
1: They're locking up my toothpaste. <laughs> the Decepticon variant Hobo 19 is still killing fat people.
5: Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq.
1: Afghanistan. The Olympics have started. <laughs> Oh, no. You have got
3: to be kidding me. To me, capitalism
2: at its core is not a redeemable system. What is in the safe smoking kit? Uh, a safe smoking kit may contain alcohol swabs, lip balm, other materials. It's pretty easy here.
3: I mean, if we're going to be realistic, and pay you to be homeless
1: here. place is... Destroy our fire jars. And now that Ukraine is being sexu- sexually raped.
3: And Macron's saying that Putin gave him a personal guarantee. The Kremlin denies Putin made any such commitment. Ha! I just want to clarify are you rejecting the conclusions or the, the accounts that are in this army report?
1: Yes, I am.
3: So they're not, not true?
1: I'm rejecting them. He didn't say that he
4: hates Jenny, he just said he rejects her.
3: Um, <laughs> You're being a wise guy
4: with me a little bit.
2: People of Ottawa don't deserve to be confronted with the inherent violence of a swastika flying on a street corner or a Confederate flag. So the very same finance ghouls
4: who cheered lockdowns for two solid years are now deeply concerned that small businesses might be hurt by the trucker protests. Hilarious. You look like clowns.
3: I am not welcome. But whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, you up. There's nothing I can do to take that back.
1: Also, the science has changed. Right now, I don't think it is the moment to start relaxing those restrictions. Where's
3: the best place to get milk this time of day, you think? You live oh. in a liberal town. Soak your cereal in <laughs>
4: Libs tears. <laughs> the better... The bit of better build back, the bit better, better build back better plan, man. You say it three times fast, pal. You say it.
3: So I'm looking at my Apple Watch fitness tracker that I'm kind of obsessed with now. Hmm. In a in a in a good way. I think it's a great thing that I've done this. That I now like I'm checking my steps and my exercise and think, oh I'm behind or I'm ahead or whatever. I need to walk more. And that's gotta be a good thing. I think. Um but today, I've had more exercise than normal. I think when, Michael, when you yelled that we were on the air in 25 seconds and I ran down the hallway. That, yeah, you that, ran pretty good. Yeah, that gave me some uh, some clicks on the whole exercise thing on
4: my watch. Wow. So, that's, wow. That's wow. That's so you've got credit for eight seconds of fitness time or something like well, that? Well,
3: I think it's the amount of time your heart rate's above a certain level. Oh. And because I'm so out of shape, my heart rate was probably high <laughs> from five seconds of walking fast for quite a while. Well, it's a it's a it's a long hallway <laughs> it goes about like four studios. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know if it would work for anybody else. But n- n- now that I'm keeping track of my steps, I'm I'm getting more exercise. Um, speaking of exercise, I'm going to take Sam. Uh, I thought snowboarding this Sunday, but maybe skiing. So I was going to ask you, Joe, if you've had this experience. Hmm. Uh, we have done snowboard lessons he kind of liked it. I prefer snowboarding over skiing. I haven't skied in, jeez, 35 years, 40 years. I, I, and I, I think snowboard, snowboarding is easier and safer, but not everybody does. Um, what's your experience with kids in snowboarding or skiing lessons? Is one easier than another or better than another? Does it depend on the person? or?
4: Yeah, the, the, is, the last one, yeah. Okay, so
3: I I was just wondering, are skiing lessons just going to be frustrating for him? Yes, Michael?
4: They were for me. I was just thinking I was his
5: age,
3: and yeah, I tried ski lessons. It was awful. The first time I ever skied, one of the only times I've ever skied, yeah, it was nothing but frustration. I just It was nothing but crawling around, trying to get that ski that flew off, putting it back on, going two feet, then crawling to get my ski. I mean, that's all it was. Whereas snowboarding, I can go... I was about to say up and down any mountain. I don't go up, but I can go. I I can go down blacks on a snowboard, but skiing is just miserable. That's funny because my kids.
4: We took skiing lessons. Declan insisted on snowboarding and actually didn't do very well. Uh, But uh, my girls both uh, really enjoyed it. We had a great time. Maybe it was a better instructor, or
3: I don't know. It varies, you know, based on the individual. I never took lessons. Great. I never took lessons of any kind. I just get to the top and give it a whirl.
4: Boy, I I did. I took I finally took a ski lesson, and oh, it helped so much. I was really, going to get completely wrong.
3: Made a difference. I've never taken a snowboard lesson. Yes, Michael.
4: I just remember the instructor. He was really good and really proud of himself, but he couldn't teach
5: anybody.
3: He just yeah.
0: wanted everybody to know how good he was. Oh, uh,
3: well. That's that's the that's the thing with teaching anything, whether it's piano lessons or skiing or math or anything. The teacher makes all the difference. Um, hmm, okay, well, I'll try the ski lessons. I hope it's I hope it's not. Frustrating! I signed up for an all-day lesson, and if an hour into it, he's miserable. I, I don't know. I guess we'll do something else.
4: Yeah, I've got to go. I've got video somewhere of uh, Delaney shushing back and forth. Oh, you know, awesome! Well, kind of putting along and then leaning that way and putting in that direction, and the other one. So yeah, it went great. It was fun.
3: I thought, as a guy who is a pretty good, who is a pretty good skateboarder, my son is pretty good at that. I thought snowboarding would be, but he didn't. He didn't take to it really. Oh, really? You know what I'm dreading huh. about this, and this is past a certain age thing. The snowboarding, I can snowboard again. I have I've not been on a hill where I'm not willing to try it. I don't care how steep it is; I'm willing to give it a whirl. Whereas some skis, forget it. But um, I figure if if
4: one of my legs wants to go that way
3: and the other wants to go that way, they have that right. That's what I don't like about skiing. <laughs> at least at least I'm locked in on the snowboard. My ankles. My knees—I'm not going to break those. Yeah. I might hit my head hard, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to have my foot point in that direction. Um, the bending over to buckle my boots—that's oh. by far the most intimidating part. I'm not going to pull up to the mountain, and think, "Man, that looks steep." I'm going to pull up to the mountain, thinking, "I got to bend over so many times today." <laughs> the buckling the boots—I usually, because you got all that stuff on, you got all that stuff on, and it's hard to bend over with it. Combined with age and flexibility, and by the time I get my boots buckled, I sit up and I'm like lightheaded. I'm breathing so hard, oh, and boy. the room's getting a little red and black, and I feel like i'm going I got to put a lean on something for a little bit. I just I hate
4: that feeling. Oh, see, I thought you were worried about you know the whole uh, yellow snow issue with you know the incontinence, but uh, no. oh, we're not supposed to talk about that, are we? The middle aged incontinence. Actually,
3: breathing problem. like that made me lightheaded all, right here. I'm going to have to lean <laughs> on the desk.
4: Oh man. Oh boy, I, I did. Wear a helmet, would you, please? The conventional wisdom with snowboards is that you fall less, but you fall harder than on skis.
3: I would say that's true. Your legs are safe on a snowboard, no doubt, but
4: you could, I, I've
3: hit my head really hard snowboarding.
4: I will tell you this I have no golf buddies who have missed weeks and weeks because they fell off skis and broke their wrists. I have a handful who did that snowboarding, but
3: broke their wrists? Yeah. Interesting. Try to break their fall and crack-a-rooney. you got to break your fall with your head. That's the way I do it. don't want to break good. my wrist to play guitar. I'll use my head to break my fall. Fine. Sounds good. And i got a helmet now that I bought for uh, skating. So, yeah, maybe I'll wear a helmet.
4: Is it cool? It's got, like, spikes on it or, like, that fake mohawk <laughs> or anything like that? It looks
3: like an alligator or something. Yes! Um. Text line 415-295-KFTC. More to come.
2: Armstrong.
0: Ayuba Harano is from another planet. No one will touch that run tonight. No one will touch that run. That is going to be a 98,
3: and the score comes in as a 91-75.
0: Second
1: place behind Scotty James. Explain what? that to me. What? Is
3: there
0: a mistake? As far as I'm concerned, the judges just grenaded all their credibility. That run. I've been doing this for so long. So long. I know what a good run looks like. I know the ingredients of a winning run. Try to tell me where you're deducting from this run. It's unbelievable that this has even happened. It's a travesty, to be completely honest with you. I am irate right
3: now. Wow. That's a difficult decision for announcers. Do you pretend that didn't happen and have your audience saying what? Because once you start questioning the judges, it's just like uh, the refs in basketball. What's his name? Van Gundy, who used to do the color commentator. Every foul was like, why is that a foul? That's not a foul. Or, boy, they missed a foul there. Well, pretty soon, it's no fun to watch the sport because you think it's all... Yeah, but at the same time, though, it
4: makes me insane. I'll be watching a football game and, 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 uh, you know, they'll, uh, they'll run the replay. That's where he got Jones' arm and you'll see the hand miss the arm by a foot, but they (laughs) repeat what the ref said just reflexively. I appreciate the guy calling out the judges. The judges suck. The judges suck. It's like the, ooh, and a 6.4 from the Russian judge of our youth. Right. They have grenaded their credibility. You know,
3: I'm glad you brought that up, because we've been beaten up on NBC. Marco Rubio beat up on NBC for not being hard enough on China. The announcers, when we were kids watching the Olympics, they would regularly ignore the fact that the Soviet judge would give a really, really low score to anybody who wasn't a Soviet competitor, and the announcers wouldn't say, of course, that's a mobbed-up communist country that's for- Full of crooks, so you expect them to lie. They, right. they would never say that. They would just act like, well, that's interesting that the Soviet judge saw it so much differently than everybody else.
4: Right, right. So uh, do I understand America's uh, redheaded uh, uh, snowboard hero, Sean White,
3: uh, r- did his last run ever last Yeah, night? he's 62 now, and this was his final run.
5: I'm not upset about the result. I obviously would have loved to have put down that last run. Yeah, a lot of emotions hitting me right now. Um, just the cheer of the crowd and some kind words from my fellow competitors at the bottom. And um, I'm so happy. I just want to thank everybody for watching. Um, everyone at home, thank you. Snowboarding, thank you.
4: It's an interesting thing to have the most emotional moment of your life take place while Chinese hip-hop music is blaring and making it almost impossible to hear you.
3: And in with a short car drive, millions are being uh, treated as slaves. Yeah, all that going on. Yeah. Um, he competed the first time in the Tahoe Olympics in 1964, Squaw Valley. And he's now in his uh, late 70s. Boy, you read a different bio than I did, but... Uh, Maybe I'm mm-hmm. mistaken. So, uh, The View,
4: demonstrably, yes, the idiotic show no one watches except stay-at-home moms who are bored, apparently, is disseminating blatant COVID disinformation. Nobody's calling them on it. Armstrong and Getty.
1: Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
5: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
4: The
3: Armstrong and Getty Show. Hillary Clinton's giving a speech somewhere today. Democratic something or other. She's, she's Why? Not, she's not done, man. And I think her husband, who is the the real political talent in the family, I think he's right. There is a giant hole opening. There's a giant opening back to hole. There's a giant <laughs> hole opening up.
4: I can't say open opening up. Jack in a fist fight with his dictionary.
3: (laughs) On writing as I'm speaking. Uh, There's a giant hole about to open up and you know, quick show of hands of who's better name recognition more qualified than Hillary off the top of your head if you're a Democrat. Go ahead. So, you know, freaking Joe Biden got elected president. Why not Hillary? She's younger.
4: One of the great uh, philosophers of old whose name I don't recall said god is a comedian god is the greatest comedian uh if that is true then hillary will run (laughs) (laughs) you know i i hate to use the t word it's well it's rude for one thing referring to excrement referring to excrement
3: oh god yeah yes okay all right i don't
4: like that word either well i didn't use it um I don't want to say pig either, because that sounds sexist or that I'm commenting on her body. But I I like the idea of let's polish this T word one more time and try just
3: let's let's try one more time to sell this to the American people. I mean, Uh, what else (laughs) does that sound like? Joe Biden. Let's polish this one more time. Having never won a state. In multiple tries when he was much younger. He's got no talent for this. How many times did we and everybody else say that? And he's president of the United States. That's what Bill's saying. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I hear you completely.
4: Uh, A couple of things I just wanted to touch on really quickly. Um, uh, First of all. Uh, Yale University and uh, another scientific organization have put out a paper on COVID-19 mitigation practices and COVID-19 rates in schools. Data from Florida, New York, and Massachusetts. Again, this is Yale and affiliated scientific uh, labs. That
3: always reminds me of the Fred Armisen joke from Saturday Night Live. My brother went to Yale. He robbed a Yamba use. (laughs) Funny. Give it up,
0: folks.
4: So they looked at uh, student density, which didn't do any good. Ventilation upgrades in schools. Ventilation upgrades are correlated with lower case rates in Florida, but not in New York. So that was kind of uneven. And we did not find any correlations with mask mandates. They could not find any relationship between kids being masked at school and lower transmission rates compared to the thousands of thousands of schools that did not mask or or did briefly but have not been masked now for many, many months in various states. There it has done no good, says Yale, says Johns Hopkins, says, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics. I just I don't know what else to say. Meanwhile, as people are howling at Joe Rogan for saying ivermectin might help and interviewing a doctor who's a little concerned about the vaccines. Um, meanwhile, The View, which is, you know, granted a steaming example of the worst of TV excrements. <laughs> who's, who's,
3: who? I wonder who is watching The View? Shut ins. You gotta be, it's gotta be an older audience. Cause if you're a younger, you always say stay at home mom, but, um, If you're younger, you got a smartphone. You have many more entertainment options than that if you're going to watch TV. I think it's mostly people who've lost the remote. And I don't know who's done a... Having done a fair amount of stay-at-home dadding and knowing what it's like for uh, my wife when she was doing stay-at-home mom, when when do you have time to watch TV? That just never seemed to happen to me.
4: Yeah, I know it. I know it. So, um... Uh, It's worth noting there are several examples of this. I'll just touch on the most egregious one. But one of the co-hostesses, one of the hens, Sonny Hostin, was talking about how she didn't want her children to be part of the 1% of those children who get COVID and die. But federal health data shows the risk of dying for those under 17 is far, far less than that. Now, if you were to, if I were to, for instance... Try to convince our audience that, I don't know, skateboarding was five times more dangerous than it is or ten times. You know, that's it's orthopedic accident. It's probably not that good a comparison. But, I mean, if I were to exaggerate something by ten times, that would make me extremely irresponsible or, or extremely misinformed.
3: If you said 300,000 people die of car wrecks every year when it's 30,000. Right. Right, that that would just be embarrassing. Well, according to the C
4: D C remember, she said, You see, I don't want to take the chance with my kid. I don't want my kid to be part of the one percent that is intubated and dies because I don't give her a vaccine. I'm talking about her fifteen year old. According to the C D C there have been seven hundred and seventy deaths from the coronavirus in children up to age seventeen through the end of January. The entire pandemic in America, seven hundred and seventy. A tragedy for the families, obviously. But 770 out of the 10 million known cases in that age group, and as for the very long time kids weren't getting tested, uh, perhaps half of cases are asymptomatic or so mild nobody thought to get tested, it's easy to, easy to suggest that it was at least 20 million cases. Okay? 770 out of the 10 million is .008% which means according to the most extremely conservative estimates, she was 125 times more alarmist than is justified 125 not 125 percent 125 times which is in the more cons- realistic numbers she was 250 times exaggerated
3: and that's not considered misinformation. How is that not considered misinformation? It's just, it's it's laughable. That drives people into policies that don't make sense, that misinformation.
4: Right, exactly. I've got a statement here somewhere from California's uh, What's It's Health person who says, um, oh, there you go. The uh, da, 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 The benefits of continued masking of children in school outweighs the dangers. This is the sort what? of myopia we've been talking about. And and she actually says, I'm not aware of any data about negative outcomes from children wearing masks. Oh, my God.
3: Okay, come on.
4: I know. I know uh, that person needs to be fired immediately. Uh, You know, I I, I abhor violence and I always will. But if they were dragged (laughs) peacefully and gently out of their office and deposited in an Uber of their choice and sent on their way, I think that would be a lovely thing.
3: So if exaggerating by 250 times how deadly it is to kids is not misinformation what's the what's the lower limit for what would qualify so if you're on the if you're on the um let's roll the dice end of the pandemic man there's very little margin for error very hmm. little you could lose your show, you could be pulled off a of Twitter. You could have your YouTube videos taken down. Very little margin for error of exaggeration on the let's roll the dice end. But on the we-need-to-be-careful end? So 250 times doesn't get you in any trouble. What is what is the limit of how far you can go? Could you claim of half of all children who aren't vaccinated die? I mean, how far could you go before you'd get in any trouble?
4: Yeah. Yeah, I know it. USA Today, which is so left, okay, such a blue publication, uh, they had a long piece, I think it was yesterday, um, about how it's. it looks like it's time to unmask the kids and goes into several studies, World Health Organization, uh, domestic studies, that sort of thing, talking about the harms of masking. And, and, and they also have uh, an effect, infectious disease specialist said there are likely to be costs associated with long-term masking, but the harms of masking are harder to quantify than other effects of uh, other measures, quote, because they're more subtle and may take years to manifest. Oh, yeah. But oh, they think yeah. developmentally, educationally,
3: emotionally, physically. Yep. I'm. Uh, with any luck, I will live to be old enough to follow. When they look back on this period like they do, the horrible... Um, syphilis experiments they did on black men. I mean, we'll look look back on this someday, and younger people are going to be saying, what was going on in America at that time that they did this to kids? Right. What craziness was happening? Right. And we got this text, which I think is a pretty decent point. Ask these people if they let their children swim. CDC numbers are about 4,000 children drown each year. This is 100% preventable. Just keep your kid away from the water. Mm-hmm. But is anybody advocating? I mean, that so that is, what, almost seven times as many kids die every year as have died in two years from COVID. It's completely easily preventable, but nobody's going to suggest keep your kids from the water.
4: Or eliminate all swimming pools. Swimming pools should be outlawed in America, because that's where most kids drown.
3: We're into such irrational territory on the risk versus
4: reward. Right. And, and I want to say to the, the county health uh, people. The state health gal whose name I couldn't come up with. I can't find the article. But um, Gavin Newsom And, and anybody enforcing mask policies on little kids at this point, you are like a parent who's so afraid of your child getting hurt. You will not let them play. You will not let them run. You will not let them have friends. You won't let them go to school. You keep them imprisoned in your home to protect them. And you consider yourself noble and successful because you have prevented the one thing that you have fixated on. But you are in a self-satisfied and incredibly unwise way, ignoring all the negatives of what you're doing. It is it is it's, it's foolishness so great, it's hard to believe I'm seeing it happen.
3: I can't tell how much is politics and how much of it is rational fear, because irrational fear is a thing. It's common for people to be scared on an airplane having just driven on the freeway to the airport. Sure. And statistically, it's so much more dangerous to be on the freeway. I mean, they're not even close. Mm-hmm. But your mind runs away with the other one for some reason. And it's, it's common for people to be more scared of getting attacked by a shark in the ocean when again you, you drove to the beach or, or whatever else you did. Um, so I don't know how much of it is the irrational fear because, again, do you let your kid go to the lake? But you're making them wear a more mask. Well, wearing a mask is a small price to pay. Skipping going to the lake is a small price to pay. But you do it.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Well, and and uh, I am
4: interested in the irrational fear thing and and all the other you know funky ingredients in this stew of bad policy. But funky stew, yeah. If you're going to be in charge of these things and exercise power on this level, you
3: have to be right. Irrational. I didn't get to that point. I thought of it, but didn't get to it. You can't let policy be made on the irrational fear of I'm more scared on the plane than I was driving. Right. Right. Yeah. We'll finish strong, and you can text at four one five two nine five kftc
1: at purdueglobal.edu. You
2: can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: And the 2021 AP most valuable player is Aaron Rodgers.
3: I'd like to thank Matt Lafleur and his perfectly groomed eyebrows. Oh, yeah, many there you are. Two out of three years winning this thing, you're a huge part of this. I love you. I appreciate you. Thanks for making things easy for me. Aaron Rodgers has been the MVP two out of three years. Hmm. Couldn't and, have told you that. And as many Super Bowl wins as, what was that guy's name started with an F for the Ravens a couple of years ago? Falco? or Oh,
4: Fauci. Hail Fauci. Hail I don't know. anyway. Joe, Joe Flacco. 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 As
3: many Super Bowl wins as Joe Flacco.
4: I won. I buzzed in before Alex, I'm sure of it. I'd like to challenge it. Cheap. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah. It, and it was funny. Uh, our Kevin, the COVID correspondent, sent us along some pictures from that event, which, by the way, folks, is at the something or other theater right there on the Super Bowl site. It's attached to the stadium. It's in the same place in California in L.A.
3: County, and nobody was wearing any masks whatsoever, indoors. First of all, Falco sang Rock Me Amadeus. Secondly... Not Falco, Flacco. (laughs) (laughs) And secondly, this is what I'm most excited about with the Super Bowl on Sunday. Seriously, I'm not kidding. Maybe this makes me a weirdo. I can't wait to see if they enforce the mask mandate. It's going to be so fun. I'm glad we got a friend if you're gonna be at the Super Bowl and you're friends of ours, tweet at arms tweet at our, our Twitter feed. I want to know because they're gonna make they're gonna to have to make the decision early, long before we see it on TV, when they're showing all the I don't know, here's a package about this player's mom who just recovered from something or other and isn't it a touching story, or all these various things. Mm-hmm. Um uh, they're gonna have, I think, already made their decision are we enforcing this or not? Because there's going to be a lot of people in that stadium already getting there early, walking around. Are the ambassadors, that's what they're calling them, going to enforce the mask mandate? I, I'm, I'm guessing not.
0: Hey. Oh, jeez.
3: No. Well, look at that. See, Joe's it. got the Omicron. Oh, Coronavirus! Oh, that's so sorry. I think it's the new variant of the Omicron. Oh, cool. I got the new one.
4: Uh, My prediction, uh, which is, Kevin, the COVID correspondent's prediction as well, is lots of signs and lots of reminders and nobody adhering to it, nobody paying attention to it, and nobody saying anything on the telecast or anything, so the point being kind of lost.
3: Right. I think that's the best, because it's all political, like I've been saying. This is all politics now. It's not science. So I think the best political move is just to let it ride, and it, it won't be a thing. You start booting people out of there. Then it becomes a thing. Yeah, yeah. You have fights in the stands. I mean, you have what we've seen on airlines in the stands or in a in a suite. Oh, my. Because a lot of those people you're trying to make wear a mask on a plane are, you know, same situation. Hey, I paid a lot for this flight. I make good money. Don't make me wear a mask. I've read the science. It doesn't help. Oh, this could be so exciting. But I yeah. think they're just going to cave and not, not enforce it. That'd be right. my guess. Yeah, I think it'll come and go. It'll be a big nothing. Who's singing the National Anthem? Who knows that?
4: Meh. Somebody Google it. I just saw it. Give me a second.
3: We we didn't go through the uh, the, the side bets, which is always exciting. What's the over-under for the length of the National Anthem this year, I wonder? I think it was a country singer I've never heard of. Mickey Guyton. Yeah. Yeah. Who?
5: Mickey Guyton.
3: Okay, I'll take your word for it.
5: We've now entered Final Thoughts with your host, jack armstrong and joe getty
4: nancy pelosi sucks
3: <laughs> what what how did that get slipped in there at the end here's your host for final thoughts joe getty
4: that's just that was, that was just it was it, it was uh, what do you call it gratuitous let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew no gratuitousness. uh let's begin in the control room with our technical director michelangelo michael
0: yep just faxed my letter to the NFL copyright offices, hoping to get written pr- consent to show the big game in my home with more than 10 people. There you go. Got to make my dip if I get the okay. Implied
4: written consent or express written consent? Expressed. Careful, yeah. Careful now. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, a final thought for us? I got express written consent
5: to make Michelangelo's bean dip at home. I got all the recipes last night. Oh, yeah. I think Sunday's going to be a great game. Give me Bengals 34-31 and a high-scoring. Whoever gets the ball last
3: wins it. Oh, I hope so. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'll be a shootout. Jack, a final thought for us? I am highly intrigued by this halftime show with Snoop, who's like 60. Um, Eminem's 50. Dre's like 60. Is it going to be cool and kind of nostalgic or just kind of like weird and sad? Like when I used to see Beach Boys things when I was younger.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So here's a question for you. Are they going to use their swears in their raps and it'll just be bleeped for the TV audience? Or or will they cleanse their stuff?
3: I don't know. And what tunes are they going to do?
4: Hmm. I don't know. And what does Dr. Dre think of ivermectin hmm? (laughs) as a physician? Sorry. Surely
3: surely Dr. Dre has to wear a mask. I mean, that would just be the Hippocratic Oath. You know, I didn't get time for my final thought. Maybe I'll hit you with it Monday. Meh, who cares? Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people. Thanks. So little time. Hey, thanks, everybody, for uh, emailing uh, happy birthday
4: wishes to me. I appreciate it. It's very kind of you. Uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com. If you see something we ought to be talking about over the weekend, just send it along. You can email the link, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Get yourself some a swag. Our hot links are fun to click on. All sorts of good stories. armstrongandgetty.com.
3: Your birthday fell on a Friday. I hope there's not going to be any drinking. Uh, Stay off the sidewalks, folks.
4: (laughs) Going to be a rough night.
3: See you Monday. God bless America.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
3: They are ruthless. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. I think
4: that you may be over-egging the pudding. I expected more. Okay.
2: And when it's over, it is over. It is over. Do you understand? This is gay. Come
3: on. Uh, I got Super Bowl fever and, and chills, actually. Mm. and uh and loose stool i've I've Super Bowl loose stool. Oh jeez well, it's part of the combo package.
0: Have a great friday you mother
3: the uh, Armstrong and Getty.
2: at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
4: Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh?
2: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And
5: some waves. So we could go surfing.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood
1: forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, ten girl go shopping? Yeah, baby.